Welcome to the Women on the Rise podcast. I'm Jen Blandos, the founder of Female Fusion, and this is where we look at everything entrepreneurship for female entrepreneurs. Whether you are just getting started or you have a seven or eight figure business, we cover the topics that matter most to you as you are building, growing, and scaling your business. Welcome to another episode with the Women on the Rise podcast. And today we're going to talk all about your personal brand and why as a female business owner, personal branding is so, so essential for us to think about and always have top of mind as we build our businesses. And it doesn't matter whether you were just getting started or whether you have a seven or an eight figure business personal brand is important every single step of the way. And I wanted to record this episode and today's episode is not going to be a super long one, but I do believe that this topic is so important. And I was having a conversation about this with another entrepreneur who was saying to me, they're like, oh, you know, personal branding is really only important for startups and startups only need to really think about that. And we had a big discussion about that. And I actually argued with her and I said, actually, it doesn't matter what stage of business you have, having a personal brand is important no matter where you are in your business journey. And I know a number of business owners who have had their businesses for a while and hidden behind their business and hidden behind the business brand and avoided building their personal brand. And it doesn't matter who you are, our customers want to know, like, and trust us. And as a result of that, that we do need to have a personal brand. So I'm going to talk through with you a few things to keep in mind as a business owner, as you build your personal brand. And the first thing that we want to consider when we are building our personal brand as a business is we need to think about our strategy behind our personal brand and what our personal brand strategy looks like. So as part of our personal brand strategy, we want to be really thinking about what our unique value proposition is. So what that is, is what makes us unique? What is it that we are going to stand out for? What are our values? What do we believe in? What do we want to be remembered for? So when we are thinking about this, for example, for me within Female Fusion, I'm very clear with my strategy about what my values are and that I want to stand for, you know, female entrepreneurs and equality and entrepreneurship. And I want to be seen as the woman who cares about the success of all women within business and the one who cares about making an impact. And so I always think about how is it that those values are going to come across in everything I do? Now, I hope that is something that I am successful for and that I come across as, but it is very intentional. And I think about that in everything that I do and how I communicate, what I say, what my positioning is, how I am photographed, how I appear on video and how I show up that I want to be seen and come across as Jen, the inspirational female entrepreneur who has built a community of thousands of female entrepreneurs and we are changing the world. And that for me is what is important for my personal brand and those values, what I want people to remember me for. 
So as part of our personal brand as well, that we want to be very clear on who we're speaking with. Who is our target audience? Because we don't want to be speaking to everybody. We want to be speaking to the people who are going to be buying from us, who are going to be the customers from us. And you might have a few different types of audiences. So to give you an example within Female Fusion, there are a few different audiences that we have, and I speak quite differently to those audiences. So for example, one is female entrepreneurs, and it is female entrepreneurs, whether they are just starting out or they have had their businesses for a while and they have seven and eight figure businesses. And when I am communicating with female entrepreneurs, my messages are very different. The information I share is very different. And that might be things like giving advice or sharing stories or experience from owning a business uh, and giving my top tips. Or it might be stories of challenges or problems that I've had and lessons that I've learned. So try to make that very inspirational. But then I also have another audience in Female Fusion, and that is people or organizations who might be potential partners or sponsors for Female Fusion. And that is a very different way that I would communicate with them and information that I share with them because I want them to see the uh, the visionary that I am in the community that we have and the the impact and the changes that we want to make and how they could be along for part of the journey. And part of that as well is just going and showing how great our community is and how many members we have and all the activities that we do around the world. And that to me is very important that I change those tones and how I communicate with those target audiences ever so slightly differently as well. The next thing we would like to do as we build our personal brand is we want to be very clear on what our brand message and voice is. So from our personal brand, what does that message look like or what do our messages look like and what does our voice look like when we're speaking to our audiences? So for example, that my brand message with Female Fusion is that I am working with female entrepreneurs to help them build profitable businesses, that we are building a community to help women be successful, to help them grow. And that voice that I use is one of kindness and caring and passion. And I make sure that that comes across in everything that we do. The other thing as well is you'll notice as part of the communication that I do too, is that it is consistent, that I never break from that brand voice. So the, that is the way that I communicate. And that is the voice that I want my target audience to hear from Jen, from Jen Blandos, what I care about with that personal brand. And it would seem very weird if I was talking about one certain thing and then the next week I was talking about dog training or I was talking about, you know, how I raise my children, unless that had something which is very relevant to business and to the people who are um, our target audience as part of that. So do think about that, that as you were building your personal brand, that what is your messages that you'll be communicating? How do you communicate that? And to be consistent. And being consistent is a game changer for everything. Everything we do in business, we need to be consistent. Now, that comes down to our consistency across everything. So for example, social media, 
love it or hate it, we have to do it as part of business. And when you are building your personal brand, you really want to have a strategy behind your social media and the platforms that you're going to communicate on. Now, depending upon who your audience is, that you are going to have different social media platforms that you will want to communicate on. So for me, I have different audiences and they appear on different platforms. So for example, I find a lot of the the startups, a lot of the newer businesses, they are more often on the meta platforms. So we'll see them on Instagram, we'll see them on Facebook. And then I find that the more established, bigger businesses, especially in the entrepreneurial world, are on platforms like LinkedIn or on things like Google search or potentially even YouTube. So I find that I speak to different audiences across different platforms and you will see that my content, although I'm consistent with posting my content and creating my content, that the content is ever so slightly different with the messages speaking to those different audiences on those platforms. So for example, as I said, on LinkedIn, there tends to be the bigger, more established businesses on LinkedIn. So I will talk about issues that are maybe more challenging or positions that I would like to take related to my personal brand on LinkedIn, where, for example, I might talk more about startup challenges on some of the meta platforms on Instagram and Facebook, because that is some of the issues that my audience on Meta would be looking for as well. So you want to have a bit of a strategy behind that and you want to be consistent. But when it comes to social media, you want to make sure that you're not posting a few times one week and then not at all the next week. And then you're posting every day the following week. Not a good idea to do that because you just won't have the consistency in the flow. So I tend to batch my content and I tend to batch enough content so I will have things for at least a week in advance. Sometimes it will be two to four weeks depending upon how much time I have to plan. But what I do is I set aside time in my calendar that is blocked out, that is allocated just for social media. One is for creating content and getting that content and scheduling that content. And then the other is for engaging with my audience on there as well. And part of the engagement that we do online builds our personal brand as well. So for me, I feel that it's very important that I allocate an hour every single day where I will engage with my audience on social media. And some people would argue and say that that's a complete waste of time and why should they bother doing that? Instead, I see that I would kind of refer to that as an investment in the business or if you have, let's say, a consultancy business or a product business, that that is an investment in new business for your business because you are engaging with that audience, you are having it so they start to know, like, trust you and you build a reputation. But when you are engaging with people online, don't feel, unless this is part of your personal brand and for most business owners it's not, don't feel that you need to be controversial in what you do. Um, controversial might get you more likes or views and more engagement, but it might not necessarily build your personal brand. And this is where it goes back to how you want people to view you. So for me, I want people to view me as the nice, kind, supportive woman who helps women in business, who helps women grow and scale and be connected 
and build profitable businesses. So it would be very off-brand if I would be engaging with people online, whether it's on LinkedIn or on Facebook, and writing negative posts or saying negative things so or, or trying to be controversial. So be very careful about what you do and what that looks like when you're on social media, even if you are engaging on other platforms, because as business owners, we become quite public and how we engage and how we communicate, even if it's on a completely separate group, let's say, for example, if it's a Facebook group related to the community that you live in and it's everybody in your neighborhood talking about like cats or, you know, somebody's lost dog or somebody's parcel that's been delivered incorrectly or a barking dog in somebody's garden. Um, remember to respond with kindness to those if that is how you want to be seen. Because if you're constantly writing negative things or putting people down or being a little bit unprofessional in the way that you do responses, that that can impact your personal brand which could also impact your business as well. And I've seen that where I've seen people who have been very negative or mean or unsupportive. And I know that they own businesses and I've looked at that and thought, oof, if that's the type of person that they are, I don't want to give them business. I don't want to do business with them. So be very careful about how you engage, even if it has nothing to do with your business, to just be very aware and sensitive about how you want to come across and how you are going to communicate yourself. And then to be consistent in your communication. So engaging every day and posting every day. Now, I know back in the days that people would say, oh, you know, you can post two or three times a week and it's okay. Now, you know, and some people might still argue that that's okay, but the the issue is, is that your personal brand is going to grow much less if you do that. So you can do that and it's better to do two or three times a week consistently, consistently rather than not at all um, or do it a blitz one week and not at all and then a few days on and a few weeks off that it's much better if you have some form of consistency. So if you can only post three times a week, three times a week is better than nothing. But the more that you're posting, so long as it's quality content, that you will be able to um, to get more engagement and your account will be able to grow. And I've seen that, especially with LinkedIn. I did a little experiment and I, I think I'm going to do a separate podcast on this, that I started posting consistently from the end of August 2023. And within months, I saw after posting every single day, sometimes twice a day, engaging with a number of people online, contributing to articles, that my number of followers on LinkedIn, the engagement that I had on LinkedIn, the DMs that I had on LinkedIn from people contacting me, asking how they could join Female Fusion, dramatically increase. So it does really have an impact if you commit to it, you drill down on it, you're consistent, that you will see your return on investment for that. And then my final step and recommendation for building your personal brand is that your network is your net worth. And I cannot say this enough. Networking, both online and in person, are essential to building your personal brand. And this is really the way that you are going to create the know, like, and trust factor, that people want to engage with a personal brand. They want to know you, they want to like you, and they want to trust you. 
So that means that you are not walking up to people and handing out business cards and going to meetings or turning up to online meetings or connections, expecting that you're going to sell. Instead, that you are looking at it from a place of curiosity. Who am I going to meet? Who am I going to connect with? The age old saying that you walk, you network through the room rather to the room. So that means that you're going to be getting to know people, finding out about them, about their interests, what they like, what they don't like, answering questions about yourself so they begin to know, like, and trust you. So there are a number of ways that you can do that. It could be going to in-person networking events. And every country around the world, there are so many opportunities for in-person networking. It could be with chambers of commerce or business groups or If you're a member of Female Fusion, that Female Fusion, we have a number of networking events in person all over the world. But also do not discount the power of online networking. And previously, before the pandemic hit, if anybody would have said that to me, I would have thought that was a joke. I would not have wasted my time. I would have only seen the power of in person. But since the pandemic has happened, I have made so many remarkable business connections through online connections and meetings first up. So what that has meant is it's been people I've met um, online for online networking, or I've seen them posting consistently on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram, and I really like their vision and the way that they did things. And we ended up building a relationship, a business relationship, talking and getting to know each other And so often I've ended up meeting people online. It's also meant as well that those people that I've met online, I've eventually met them in person. And then they have recommended so many people as well to me who would be people who might want to join Female Fusion or it's been people who maybe I've wanted to hire and use within the business or it's been people that I've been able to help. And so all of this is part of us building our further wider network as part of our personal brand. And this is so important to remember that our personal brand is something that you don't just invest in for a few months, that it's an evolving process. And as you as a professional, as you as an entrepreneur grows, your personal brand goes grows as well. And so it's kind of like investing in a bank account or putting money into your bank account that the more that you put in, the more that it grows and grows and grows. And so have patience with it. It's not going to happen overnight. It does take time. But as you continue to nurture that, as you continue to build those relationships and focus on your personal brand, that you will see the return on investment and will see the growth, not only for yourself personally, but also for yourself professionally as well. Thanks for joining me for this week's episode of the podcast. Now, if you are thinking that maybe your personal brand could be a little bit shinier, I've put together just the resources for you. Female Fusion's personal branding toolkit goes into everything that you need to secure speaking opportunities on podcasts, speaking opportunities at events or conferences, and to be able to nail the very best personal branding photographs. It's all together in one handy pack with mini trainings and Canva templates. I've included the link in the show notes and all you need to do is hop over there and grab it.